All right. I want to read a scripture to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's where we're going to start. All right. Listen to this um, scripture. And it's out of the message um, translation. I want to read it out of the message. Um, Actually, let me first read it out of the New King James. And then I'm going to read it out of the message. Listen to this scripture in 1 John 1, 6, okay? If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and this Blood of Jesus of Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. I want to. I want you to get this. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So that word fellowship, I want you to take that and like kind of put it in a little word bubble. And I want to read it out of the the message. Okay? First John one six in the message. If we claim that we experience a shared life with him and continue to stumble around in the dark, we're obviously lying through our teeth. We're not living what we claim. But if we walk in the light, God himself being the light, we also experience a shared life with one another as the sacrificed blood of Jesus, God's son, purges all our sins. You see, this fellowship is very, very important. So important that God wants to remind us about this fellowship that we have with him, the Holy Spirit. If we say we are believers, that we share our life, because that's what you're saying when you say I'm a Christian. You're saying I share my life with Christ, that I walk with Christ, that I follow Christ, but we must be in fellowship with all parts of him, which is not just Jesus, but Father God, amen, and Holy Spirit. This fellowship that we have with the Holy Spirit is vital to keeping us out of walking in darkness. Jesus told us this. Let me read you this. This is what he told us in John 14, I'm going to read it again in the message. 
okay? John 14, 15, he says this, if you love me, show it by doing what I've told you. I will talk to the Father, and he, listen, he'll provide you another friend so that you will always have someone with you. This friend will always be with you. So I want to park on that just a moment because when we say we are a Christian, we are in partnership following in fellowship with Christ. So that means that we are in fellowship with all parts of him, amen, all of who he is all of the Godhead, there's a fellowship, there's a connection. So again, as I was reminding you in prayer that we are a temple or a tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. We are. The Holy Spirit lives in us because of what Jesus promised. He said that I will send another friend for you. He says, I'm going to go, but you're not going to, I'm not going to leave you powerless. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm giving you another friend, which I love how the, the message says it. I'm giving you another friend. Because see, we have a friend in Jesus, amen? But he says, I'm going to give you another friend. And He'll always be with you. And listen to this. This friend is the spirit of truth. The godless world can't take him in because it doesn't have eyes to see him, doesn't know what to look for. Listen, but you know him already because he has been staying with you and will even be in you. You as a Christian in fellowship with God, you know this friend already. Come on. You already know. Now, this word, this word that he's using can be translated as paraclete. He's our paraclete. Have you, have you ever heard of this word, paraclete, okay? In the Greek, and I want you to know this. Listen to this. It's an advocate or a counselor. So what I want you to also understand is that a paraclete comes alongside this friend, this helper, this uh, advocate uh, that's always going to be with you. This is, this is how we're in fellowship with God. So why am I telling you this? Because in this season, when we say we're walking with God as a Christian, when we claim that we're a Christian, we're saying we are walking with him, we're in fellowship with him. But what does that scripture tell us? That if you, listen, if you're walking with him, you're walking with him, you're in fellowship, then why are you 
stumbling around in the dark? Why are you stumbling around trying to figure things out when you're in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, as, as also as the message says, the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth is in you. You're in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So the truth, come on, is with you at all times. Jesus says, I'm giving you another friend, another helper, another paraclete, someone to come alongside you so you won't be alone. You won't be doing this on your own. Yet we forget that we have this. You see, because what we've done is we've said, okay, the Holy Spirit is just for the gift. So we take, we say, Holy Spirit, you stay in this box. So when, when we read, you know, Acts 1 and, and we, we hear that scripture, well, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you receive power. So we say, okay, well, it's only when the Holy Spirit comes upon me that I have this power. But Jesus said that I'm actually giving you this to live in you, to dwell in you, to be in fellowship with you. Always. You will not be alone. You will not walk in darkness. You will walk in light with this friend that I'm giving you. But when we, come on, claim ourselves to be Christians and we have this shared life, we're in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, yet we put the Holy Spirit in a box or, okay, if we're going to really get real, we manipulate the Holy Spirit to be when we want and how we want and where we want because the Holy Spirit cannot be contained. The Holy Spirit cannot be boxed in. The Holy Spirit cannot be organized, controlled. And that is why many reject this fellowship with the Holy Spirit, because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, come on, what happened on the day of Pentecost? They began to speak in other languages. Their their actual mouths began to move and fire. The Bible says it was like tongues of fire came out of their mouths when the Holy Spirit came. And so we, right, our humanness, goes, wait a minute, I don't want anything to come in and take control or hold of me. But can I just tell you, as a Christian, we are in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So when we say, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here, we're saying you come and you're welcome. You can come and do what you want to do. So we have to understand in this season, we need to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We need to be in close proximity with the Holy Spirit because you are. He's inside of you. It's part of the receiving of Christ. We, we know there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit, but you already have the Holy Spirit in you as you receive Christ. That's why Jesus said, he says, I'm giving you another friend another helper. Amen? Listen to this. John 15 says, when the friend, listen to this, when the friend I plan to send you from the Father comes, the spirit of truth issuing from the Father, he will confirm everything about me. You too, from your side, must give your confirming evidence since you are in this with me from the start. The Holy Spirit 
come to confirm Jesus. Come on. So you've received the Holy Spirit as you've received Jesus. We've, we've made it to be like, well, I haven't, I don't speak in tongues, so I don't have the Holy Spirit. No, no. You have the Holy Spirit in you. That's Jesus. He says, I'm, as you receive Jesus, you receive his Holy Spirit. But there's a baptism that comes that will actually ignite you and move you into the very thing that he will commit, he's commissioned us to do. He says that greater works will you do, but you can't do the greater works without the power. Come on. So that's why the, the Holy Spirit, the baptism is significant because that's how you move in this power. But can I just tell you, you're not powerless. Don't believe the lie of the enemy that makes you think because I don't, you know, speak in tongues, for example, I'm powerless. You have the Holy Spirit within you. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives and dwells inside of you. Now, he also says that I will give you power, even more power, when I come upon you. And when I do this, there will be a dunamis, a dynamite, an explosion, and you will begin to move the way that I need you to move in that moment. Come on. This spirit of truth that has been given to us is inside of us. So are you in fellowship with the Holy Spirit that's in you? This is the question. Who are you in fellowship with? Because as a Christian, we have the spirit of truth in us. That's what the word of God says. So why are you still stumbling in the dark? Why are you still questioning if God is, is God here? Where is God in all of this? Why are you still questioning? Why are you still stumbling? Why? When the spirit of truth is inside of you, he says, I've given you this truth. My Holy Spirit will reveal who I am. But we equate the Holy Spirit to the gift. We equate the Holy Spirit to the fruit. But actually, the Holy Spirit is your paraclete. <laughs> He's your friend. He's your helper. He's your advocate. In fact, in Romans, it says that when we don't know what to pray, come on, the Holy Spirit prays for you. Woo. If that's not a helper, I don't know what. We get caught up in, okay, I got to go and pray, but I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to say. So we get performance anxiety and we just don't pray. But the Holy Spirit will actually, is, or is actually praying for you. Listen, listen to this. Romans 8, again, I'm in the message because I want you to get this. It says, meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside, there we go, there's the helper, there's the advocate, there's the paraclete, that's who we're in fellowship with. He comes alongside helping us along. 
If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs, our aching groans. He knows us far better than we know ourselves, knows our pregnant condition, and keeps us present before God. That's why we can't be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God has worked into something good. Listen, the Holy Spirit keeps you present before God. So if you are in a dark place, if you're in a, uh, uh, you feel empty, if you're feeling dry, who are you in fellowship with? Because you're the Holy Spirit in you. Are you in a constant fellowship with this friend, this helper, come on, this paraclete, this one that comes alongside you, that's living in you? Are you in fellowship with the Holy Spirit? If you ever need to be, it's now. Because right now, there's lies, untruths, tricks, snares that the enemy is throwing at the people of God, and many are falling into the trap. Instead of coming into uh, alignment, or if you would, uh, uh, acknowledging the spirit that we have inside of us, what is the truth? Holy Spirit. That's how we need to pray. Holy Spirit, reveal truth. Holy Spirit, when you read your Bible, don't just read it. Ask the Holy Spirit to come. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach. The Holy Spirit is not just the gift. The Holy Spirit is not just the fruit. The Holy Spirit is your helper. Be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit because when you are, truth will be revealed. Come on. He comes alongside you. So the question is, if you're not in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, but you say that you're a Christian, who are you in fellowship with? Come on. Are we in fellowship with the world? Are we in fellowship with the enemy's lies because we've come into agreement? When we do that, we forget because the enemy wants you to forget who's inside of you. That's why the Bible talks about how we can grieve the Holy Spirit. Because he's inside of you. That's part of you being a a Christian, believing Jesus, receiving Jesus. Amen. When you receive Jesus, you've received the Holy Spirit as well. That's how you were able to receive Jesus. It wasn't you. <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit working. And truth becomes 
begins to be revealed to you and your eyes are open and you say, yes, I, I do need Jesus. I need a Savior. It's the Holy Spirit moving in that moment. So when you say, yes, I, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I receive him in my heart, he's Lord of my life, you are receiving him and his Holy Spirit and Father God. You're receiving the Godhead. Amen? So the Holy Spirit's already in you. It's already in you. Now, in order to do the work, Come on, we have to have the laying on, the anointing, if you would, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So there's a difference. I hope you guys are tracking with me. You are already in the light. You're already in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But if you're stumbling, if you're worried, if you're fearful, in this season, don't forget who's in you. And his truth is being revealed. Who he is for you, he's your advocate. Think about this. Jesus, we know, according to the word, is interceding for us. But also the Holy Spirit is praying for us, interceding for us. Come on. There's someone who is praying for you. When you you can't pray, when you don't even know what to say, have you ever been in that place where words that you just don't even know what to pray for? The Holy Spirit. right there alongside you. You're not alone. When we as believers are stumbling, thinking we're alone, thinking there's no one, thinking that, you know, I, I, I can't pray. I can't pray like her. Well, there's someone already praying for you. Someone's already interceding for you. When you feel lonely, you're not alone. The Holy Spirit is in you. So we have to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. This is how we walk in the light. We, we stumble in the darkness when we don't acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is in us. We are thinking the only way that I know the Holy Spirit is in me is if the gifts are moving. But that's not the only job of the Holy Spirit. He actually is your helper. Remember how it says in the scripture I just read that in Romans, he keeps you before God. The Holy Spirit keeps you before God. He's a helper. He's your advocate. And as the message says, he's your friend. So in this season, I want to encourage you to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit like never before because if we are stumbling in this season right now because 
What's happening, we already know what happened. The Bible's letting us know, has let us know that there would be darkness in the last days. Read it, okay? It's happening. It's happening. We don't know when this will be over. We don't know when. We don't know when Jesus is coming, but we know he's coming. But it's the Holy Spirit that will keep you. Keep your eyes fixed on him. So to know that the Holy Spirit is in you. And when we say, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here, that's when you point to yourself. You're welcome here. Come flood this place. And you see, as the Holy Spirit is working in us, it's not for us to keep to ourselves. That's that explosive, dunamis power. Come on. And as that comes upon us, we, the atmosphere begins to change and shift because of who's inside of us. You're not powerless. But if you are not in fellowship, if you are not, if you were connected with the Holy Spirit, You will feel weak and you will feel powerless. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. We quote that scripture. But do you believe that? And if we were to go deeper, do you know that? Do you know that the spirit of truth Come on. Is in you? So begin to say, Holy Spirit, what truth do you want me to know right now? Instead of looking at CNN for truth and looking at Eyewitness News for Truth, looking at Facebook for Truth, looking at all these things for truth, ask the Holy Spirit for truth. You are in fellowship with the truth. Come on, somebody. People are trying to figure it out. And they're stumbling in the dark. And just as it says here in 1 John 1, it says this. And again, I'm going to read it out of the New King James. It says, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. You have the light in you. You have the truth 
in you. You have the advocate, the helper, the friend. He's in you. He's, you're in fellowship with him. But if you're not in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and you only put him in a box and bring him out when you think it's necessary, you're going to be stumbling in the dark. Have you ever walked in a room and the lights are out, and you walk in and you're trying to feel your way through? That's what a lot of Christians are doing right now. They're trying to feel their way through the darkness. When you have the light in you, you have the spirit of truth in you. You are in fellowship with the helper, the paraclete, the advocate, the one who comes alongside you. You are not alone. You don't have to walk in darkness. You don't have to feel powerless, weak, unsure, afraid. Those are not from God. That's why God said in, in Timothy, he said, he told Timothy, Paul told Timothy, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. So I would even go further and say he didn't give you a spirit of fear. He gave you the spirit of truth. So if you are in fellowship with the spirit of fear, who are you in fellowship with? He says. I've given you a friend, a helper, an advocate, someone who comes alongside you. Be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will guide you in the light. And not only that, but it will have you be in fellowship with each other. Come on. And with Jesus and with Father God. Be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He's in you. So begin to call on him. Talk to the Holy Spirit. What is the truth you want me to know right now? Holy Spirit is your guide. It's like your eternal GPS that Jesus gave you. But if you're constantly rerouting, trying to do it in your own strength, on your own agenda, you know, I'm going to say this and then I want to pray. When we push out the Holy Spirit in our lives, we stumble in the dark. And we have become conditioned to not be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit because when the Holy Spirit comes and moves, he does what he wants to do. He can't be contained. He can't be boxed. I mean, hello? 
day of Pentecost, right? He can't be controlled. And what happens now is because we want control, (laughs) we push the Holy Spirit out and we say, ooh, no, because when the Holy Spirit comes, I'm not in control. And I don't like that. We've even said that, you know, I've got to organize and manipulate and plan, okay? Now, here's the thing. You can plan, (laughs) but when the Holy Spirit comes and begins to move, your plans are out the window. Because he has an agenda. There's something that the Holy Spirit wants to do. He begins to reveal truth. He begins to let you know the truth so that you reject lies. Come on. Because we begin to believe lies. And who are, then who are you in fellowship with? You begin to partner with fear. You begin to partner with worry, loneliness, depression. But the Holy Spirit comes. And he begins to say, that's not true. This is what's true. He begins to reveal to you what's true. And that's when breakthrough happens. Breakthrough and deliverance happens because the Holy Spirit is moving. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives. We're in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He's in us. And so he will reveal what the truth is. But if you're not in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you will partner with lies. You will stumble in the darkness. I want to encourage you, especially in this season, and I believe that by the Spirit of God, right now, he's opening eyes, he's opening ears to hear the word of the Lord. Be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit right now. Begin to say, Holy Spirit, forgive me for believing lies about you. I denounce those lies now, and I receive truth from you now, Holy Spirit. What truth do you want me to know? What truth do you want me to know about you? Just say that. And the Holy Spirit will give you the word of truth. And I thank God for the revelation of the Holy Spirit right now. There were lies we believed about the Holy Spirit. Maybe from how you saw the Holy Spirit moving in people and you're like, I don't want that. If that's Holy Spirit, I don't want that. And you've rejected the Holy Spirit. You've rejected the very thing that's living in you. And I believe that this week and this day, 
there will be a deeper fellowship with the Holy Spirit in your life. And you will no longer reject the very one who is living in you. But you will actually begin to receive this helper. Receive your advocate. Partner with your advocate. Do life with this helper. Come on. Because we need the Holy Spirit. So we can no longer stumble in the dark. But we will walk in the light. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 